Adam in Hamilton says when Anthony Calvillo was leading the Alouettes, everyone wanted to see them lose. Yeah, because they won all the time. I mean, I there are those. I will say this, that you can't help but respect. You may hate them. You may hate them, but deep down, there's a party that loves them. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, yes, thank you, Rick Regan. Guilty as charged. It's the RP Show. It's hour two. We're coming at you live from the Florida studio. And Moose is, interestingly enough, in the Toronto studio uh, at Game Plus. And before we get into all the rest of this, <laughs> which is the comments from the viewers, we got some good ones coming in, Moose, as you know, from the Rod Squad. Tell me what's going on at the Game Plus Studios today. Give me the lay of the land. Paint the picture for me. Yeah, I'd love to know. <laughs> uh, it's awesome down here in uh, the Liberty Village uh, space. Uh, it's humming, man. It's humming today. There's lots of people coming and going, the executives, different people. And I think it's bring your dog to work day here because I think I've seen two or three uh, puppies roam in the hall. So if you hear a dog barking throughout the... Uh, portion of the show you'll know why uh gotcha cool uh, my mind just went 17 different places uh one thing that i as you can tell by the look in my eyes probably but it's not a big secret we've got all these new viewers in both the usa obviously and millions more in canada thanks to the new television cable partnership we have there in western canada i'm uh, eight and a half years sober Coming up on nine, I'm in recovery. I go to 12-step meetings, and let me just say this. Uh, it, it, one of the meetings the other day, there was three dogs in the room. And the people just dropped the leash, and they let them roam around. And, like, I'm not a dog person, but I'm like, it's not a damn dog park. But whatever. Um, before oh, we jump no. into the sports... Before we jump into the sports topics, the fun stuff of the day, I want to point something else out, too, by the way. I didn't tell you this. Part of it I did, but not everybody. No, I didn't tell you all of it. But, you know, I was saying that we ran into Bill Lindsay yesterday the, and his family in the mall. Scored the biggest goal in Florida Panthers history. I'm a big fan of Bill Lindsay. Great guy. And as we were having lunch in the food court at the mall, he said, Rod, I looked you up, and you've done just about everything there is to do in the broadcast industry, huh? And I'm like, as a matter of fact, it is. And I've settled on this. This is what I want to do. Live in South Florida, talk sports every day. And one of the Panthers has put up his place in the Keys for us this weekend. Because it's th Canadian Thanksgiving coming up, as you know, Moose. I know. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not going to say, he said, please don't tell anybody who it is or everybody's going to be asking. So I'm, I'm not going to do that. But they've given us the place to stay in the Keys this weekend. And uh, what was my point on that other than just dropping names and big-timing everybody? I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. The, the uh, Panthers are taking on Tampa Saturday night at FLA Live Arena, or what's now called Amerant Bank Arena. And I want to have the ability to take three days off on a bloody weekend and take advantage of the opportunity to go spend three nights in the Keys because we're only going to go for one. But now that we've got a place to stay, thanks to this wonderful guy, uh yeah if i was calling games i wouldn't be able to do that i was tired of working yeah, no seven days a week you know and not been have not being able to take advantage of these things so and i knew yeah. i knew 
that you can't be a play-by-play guy and a talk guy at the same time. You can in little markets like Regina, but you can't in the major markets. There, nobody does that, really. Uh, well, some do, but not a lot. And I knew that I wasn't going to be one of those guys. I had a pick, and this is what I want to do, and it is awesome. Okay. Kevin the Medium writes in. He says, uh, number one, he says, it's time for Kevin the Medium to jump on the Jays bandwagon. Let's go, Jays. And he says, Rod might not be a dog person, but dogs love Rod. When I say I'm not a dog person, you know the story. I had one, a Yorkshire Terrier, Fergus. Love of my life from a dog standpoint. He was run over. He was killed. I said, I'm done. I'm never getting another dog. So it's not that I don't like dogs, but it's like, when you go to somebody's place and their dogs are jumping up in your lap, not you, Kevin, but I've had it happen in other places. It's like, get this dog out of my face. You love it? I don't. Yeah, that's what they don't get. And uh, Leanne in Regina writes in, and she says, uh, thank you for no Taylor Swift talk. And she says, did you see that graphic rod on this Page's messenger showing the comparison between Baker Mayfield and Tom Brady. Amazing numbers. And you know what, Leah, I didn't see it, but thank you for the segue. And I do want to get to that NHL topic, but we've got 40 minutes to get to it here. So I just want to talk about the NFL. If they want to talk about the NFL, I'm certainly down with it. Baker Mayfield's doing tremendous things in Tampa Bay. And I'm sure Baker doesn't even want to be compared to Tom Brady. Baker wants to be Baker Mayfield. But are you seeing what's happening in Chicago with the Bears? They're talking now about trading Justin Fields. And there's graphics on ESPN saying, who's at fault, the Bears or Justin Fields? And I'm like, I hate to see somebody vilified. I know that in week three, he fumbled late. He threw a pick six that cost him the game. Those were personal mistakes. But it's not like the Bears were the 1985 Bears until Justin Fields showed up. Do you see where I'm going with this, Darren? Baker Mayfield's been vilified. He couldn't turn around the Cleveland Browns. He must suck. He couldn't turn around the Carolina Panthers. He must suck. Look at the franchises. Look what Cleveland's turned into. Or is. You know, Deshaun Watson was all that at the start of this season, and now they're the Browns again. But at some point, they'll be vilifying Deshaun Watson, too. And it's, I hate to see, obviously, I'm pro player, not pro team, but I, but I am. And I just wonder, like, I don't know, I have not watched enough of the Bears games. But I do watch the Bucks games, and Baker Mayfield is a winner. He's a winner. And I just, see how they vilify players? It drives me nuts. I know. And Justin Fields, coming into the season, <clears throat> was in conversation for the MVP. They thought, hey, can he take a step forward and have an MVP-type season? And they kind of expected it. Well, it's not happening. That's not the case. Um, and now they're talking about, you know, Chicago tanking. And because they have Carolina's <laughs> first pick again, they could have the top two picks and end up with Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. out of Ohio State, who's the number one receiver in the draft, Williams out of USC, and they could turn it around like that. So who knows what's going to happen, but it's just, it's tough in Chicago right now. But you're right, the franchise has been bad, and they need a complete rebuild and turnaround. 
but they're putting it all on Justin Fields. <laughs> and that's, that's the right. problem that I have. You know, so, um, hey, Chicago, forget about the Bears for a while. Go watch the Blackhawks. I was talking to a friend of the Bedard family, and apparently Connor can't go anywhere in Chicago without being recognized. It's fine. It's not quite like it was in Regina with people hiding in the bushes outside his place, but it's getting there. And, uh, and you have to realize, I get it. I was talking to Serena about this. I haven't been in Chicago, but I could imagine they probably have billboards everywhere of Connor Bedard, just like here with Lionel Messi and Inter-Miami. When he was coming to town, there was you couldn't go anywhere without seeing Messi's face. And it's still kind of that way. And that's probably the way that it is with the Blackhawks. So Connor Bedard will be fine. Uh, but it's just major culture shock for him going to Chicago and everybody knowing who he is. Can you imagine? Now, to where I wanted to start this whole thing, and I want to open it up to audience participation, 902-518-3033, the EMJ marketing text line. EMJ will provide the perfect keynote speaker for your event. Look up Joe at emjmarketing.com. reason I just spaced was I was thinking, about, again, about my lunch yesterday with the Lindsay family. And I said to Billy, do you ever do any sports banquets? And he's like, I've done like one. And I'm like, you should do them. They're so much fun. I love it. And he's on the NHL network with Stu Grimson, the Grim Reaper. I said, Grimmer and I go on tour. We do these things all over the place. Have you been at, any, at an event that Grimson and I have done? Darren, I can't I remember. I haven't, no. It's, I'd like to, but I haven't. I give him so much hell, but that's because he needs it, Stu Grimson. Um, I said to Bill Lindsay's wife, I said, listen, if anybody tells you that we were all created equal, they're lying. Because look at Stu Grimson, 6'5", beautiful man, could be a model. He's a lawyer, NHL player, broadcaster. We weren't all created equal. That is a lie. Anyways, we haven't even talked about what I wanted to, and that is who are the NHL's preseason frauds? And I understand that they have to keep track of the records. I understand you have to. Of course, you got to keep track of the records. They didn't really keep track of the rookie camp records, rookie tournament records, and that's fine because those games didn't matter. But these, what do they say? They don't count, but they matter preseason in any league i'm not i mean i could go through the entire nhl and read off their record and you tell me if uh, you think they're frauds or not or, or or if their record is symbolic of what their regular season will be you know what i'm saying yeah. and i don't mind i don't mind calling them frauds i mean one thing i realized is in canada they're not totally prepared for hey it's 111 eastern by the way 1111 mountain uh, that just jarred my conscience. Um, have you watched any Ottawa Senators games? Yes. Yep. I watched them play Toronto. Well, they're good. At some point, at some point, they're going to break through. If we believe in their coach and general manager there, which I, I think we do. And they're a good team. They've clearly drafted well, and they've got a goalie. And Eunice Corpusalo. But so, Ottawa 5-1. and one. Is that indicative of what the regular season is going to be? Say, hey, go they're ahead. Be what do you, what do you say? N yeah, yeah, not a fraud. 
they're going to be a playoff okay. team, I think, but not not top of the league. Well, if you look at the Atlantic Division alone, I don't think this is symbolic at all of what it's going to be. The Leafs, 3-1-2. and two. How could you make any judgment of their record, let alone any teams, but let's just say the Leafs, when they haven't had their full lineup on the ice at one time together? How could you do that? You can't. You no! Can't. That's not indicative of the Leafs season, no. No, and you, you know, I do believe the Leafs are going to be first place in the division. I say that with a straight face. That doesn't mean that they're going to win the Stanley Cup, but they're, talent, they're the most talented team in the division. Now, uh, Tampa Bay's 3-1, and one, and the Florida Panthers are 3-2, and two, and I've seen the Panthers play three games, and they haven't had a full lineup yet either. But the two teams are playing tonight in Orlando in Amway Arena. And I was talking to Randy Moeller the other night at the game. Uh, Moles is their TV color analyst, as you know, and they weren't doing the game on TV that night. And we were going back in history of exciting preseason games between the two. And he's like, oh, remember Orlando two years ago? That, that was the brawl. We both said it together at the same time. Uh, that it, it was a brawl in Orlando. And we're like, the NHL can't be enjoying this, I don't think. <laughs> um, the Bruins are seventh in the Atlantic Division at 1-2-1. One, and one, And the Montreal Canadiens are eighth at two and three. Can we go ahead and say that's indicative of what their regular season is going to be? Yeah, that's, that's not a fraud. That's what the regular season is probably going to be in Montreal. I think Boston's record is a fraud, though. I think they'll be better, obviously. Really? Well, somebody, hey, yeah. if Ottawa's going to make the playoffs, Moose, just Someone's so you know, come out. Yeah. somebody's got to come out, and it's probably going to be Boston. And over in the Metropolitan, um, the New Jersey Devils are 5-0. and oh. We have Devils fans that watch. Are you paying attention, Ryan, in upstate New York? I don't think the Devils are frauds, but they were a team last year. They were a team that came out of nowhere that nobody predicted. And I kind of wonder if they were going to be a flash in the pan or not, and it's looking to me like they're not. But Devils 5-0, and oh, Penguins 2-2-1. Two, two and one. It's a mishmash from there, close to 500 teams. Islanders, Hurricanes, Blue Jackets. Flyers, Capitals, Rangers. Rangers in the basement. That's a fraud. Rangers are probably going to be better than that. Columbus, 2-2-1. Two, two and one. That's fraudulent. Because I think they're going to be the worst. One of the worst teams in the NHL. Probably the worst team in the East. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Because we are, well, we're not a Western-based team uh, show. We're broadcasting from Florida and Toronto. But you and I are both from the West. Just taking a peek over there. Dallas Stars 3-0-1. They're my pick to be first I in like the West. It. So, yeah, you're okay yeah. with that? I'm okay with that. Uh, Winnipeg Jets 2-2-1. Seems like they're always playing Calgary. They're always playing Calgary. <laughs> Chicago's only played three games, 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Connor Bedard, uh, I guess we talked about that on Friday's show. He hasn't lit it up. I watched their game the other night. Was it last night or the night before? against Detroit. He was, eh. But it's okay. The games don't mean anything. Calgary Flames, 4-1-1. One, one. Fraud or not? That's a tough one for me. If I go back to my preseason predictions that we put out, um, you know, your top seven in the, of the Canadian teams, I would say, I hate saying this, 
but it's probably fraudulent. I, I don't think they're going to be a, a top team in Canada, but they're going to be there in the conversation. I don't know if they're a four and one team. They're probably a three and two team, if that makes sense. Ryan McCarthy from upstate New York chimes in. He says, oh, I'm paying attention, Rod. You had me at the devils are no frauds. Thank you. But you already knew that, Ryan. You knew that. Uh, and by the way, I enjoyed Ryan's commentary on the New York Jets the other night uh, during their game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, that was a heartbreaker for the New York Jets. Okay, when we come back, we're going to go into open line. Texts and the streaming chat, 902-518-3033, whatever you people would like to talk about. Uh, <laughs> interesting quote about LeBron. He says he's not the face of the Lakers. AD is. I had to, there's an interesting take on that. The celebrations I haven't even got into with you. Are, are they too much in Major League Baseball? Obviously, we believe they are, but people do like to talk about that and give their thoughts. More on NHL preseason frauds. We'll look at tonight's NHL games, a little baseball, and, of course, football is never far from our hearts. And Ken Reed coming up from Rogers Sportsnet. We'll be right back in a flash on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contoured design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it, but it's a fact. Just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code THERPSHOW. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code THERPSHOW and get them all in one package. The promo code THERPSHOW gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code THERPSHOW. You can thank me later. Guys, Manscaped has done it again, introducing the Handyman Facial Razor. It's brand new and not for your junk. It's for up top. And like every Manscaped product, tons of thought going into it. Sleek, compact. It charges by USB, if you can believe. Fits very well into your shaving kit for road trips. Well, Moose, let's bring him in from Toronto. You know what it's like. You just got back from a roadie. Trying to jam your razor into your shaving kit. It's a pain in the butt. Well, not anymore with a handyman from Manscaped. And right now, get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code VRPSHOW from Manscaped.com. If you act now, you can get a free gift. Yeah. Whether it be boxer shorts or a T-shirt. Uh, big Manscaped fans here on the RP Show. 
So do me a favor, please. I don't ask you for much. Support our sponsors, and that includes Manscaped. Uh, you said that you uh, you were calling university football on the weekend and that your package was being handled by your neighbor. <laughs> no. How about that? No. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah buddy. <laughs> I got the notification that it was delivered. They uh, they had sent a photo and whatever. But you know what? Here's the thing about if we manscape for a second. You use the electric razors on your face. You've used yep. them for a long time, right? I can't. Oh, yeah. They burn my face. They burn my face. Every time I try and use an electric, it burns my face. I tried the Manscaped one, and no joke, doesn't burn my face. It's like, I can't ah. believe how great it is. So, no, no, no. Like, it's really yeah. legit. It's awesome. Like, really right awesome. Right on. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's just, why, why struggle in life if you don't have to? And I'm talking about these Manscaped products. We've been talking about them for years. They've been sponsoring us for years. Uh, the Lawnmower 2.0 has a headlight on it. You turn it on, there's a headlight. You could shave yourself in the dark if you had to. And who hasn't had to do that? And there's nothing like the pain in the butt of trying to jam all your stuff into a shaving kit when you're going on a road. This thing is like the size of a cell phone, right? This handyman. Smaller. Yeah. Really? Yeah, probably smaller than a cellular phone. So these guys at Manscaped, girls, whoever's designing it, they're geniuses. Yeah. As promised, thank, bring, bring, let's make a little noise here, everybody, from the text line. Rob is in Cold Lake, Alberta, watching on the Game Plus television network. And he says, hi, Rod, from a fan's point of view, it's easy to say these preseason games mean nothing. On the other hand, you'll get a different answer from the rookie trying to make a start to a career or an experienced player trying to hang on to a career. I'm sure there's no lack of effort from the players trying to live the dream. Well, yeah. And I'm, listen, enjoy what you want to enjoy with whatever coverage you want. But what I'm saying is the best example ever was the Detroit Lions that went 4-0 in the preseason, 0-16 in the regular season. However many years ago, it was like 10 years ago. What are you watching in the preseason? If you, Rob, you're obviously an astute hockey fan. If you're sitting there at the preseason games, watching them on TV or you're live, and you're watching individual guys, yeah, I can get down with that. For sure, that's what you're saying. What I'm saying is, if your team goes 5-1 and one in the preseason, don't start thinking you're going to be good in the regular season because it doesn't work that way, and you'd think everybody would know that by now. And um, I was advised to back off, not posting social media, but reading social media. Because like this morning, they're going nuts about who's on the power play one for the Florida Panthers in advance of tonight's preseason game in Orlando. And I'm like, I don't care. Because Alexander Barkov, number one, isn't healthy. Like it's just, everybody's in a rush. Oh my God. It's, it's, it's really coming to me now. Like the report. Here's, you want to follow somebody for entertaining sports coverage? Go co follow John Ryan's wife, Sarah Colonna. The comedian and actress. <laughs> because, do you follow her? By chance? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see her tweet after the Jets-Chiefs game? Where 
she was <laughs> mocking, I think it was a TMZ report that said, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift seen not leaving stadium together at MetLife after Sunday night football. And, uh, and Sarah retweets it and goes, in all caps, it's because Travis has to go home on the team plane. If you're going to cover sports, can you at least know sports? Thank you. How about that? <laughs> We're in an era where... That's why I think this show is becoming more popular in the Cats and Bolts podcast because we at least know what we're talking about. And people want to hear from people that know what they're talking about. For God's sakes, it doesn't matter who's on the power play in the first week of October. Again, unless I've completely misread it. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? I know. Well, did you see the Taylor Swift fan? Now they're making their own Travis Kelsey jerseys instead of buying them. So they got the 87 on the back, and it's K-E-L-S-E-Y across the back. Kelsey. They're not following sports. They don't know sports. So it's the same with the TMZ articles or the, uh, the news articles that are following football, right? They're looking for any yeah. angle. But it's all about putting those names. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey in the headline. That's going to draw you all the clicks right now. Uh, not mine. <laughs> not mine. I'm not clicking or reading anything to do with that because I, I don't care. Like, it's like Joe Namath was doing this stuff 50, 60 years ago. At least 55. He was nailing everything. Nobody cared. Doogie! Uh, <laughs> Dave in Winnipeg writes in on the text line 902-518-3033. Live report from bomber practice. He says, Janarian Grant, bomber's dangerous returner, has been out of the lineup with injuries for most of the year. He is back practicing today. Thank you, Dave, for the report. That is significant. And while it is only Tuesday, and we'll be spending far more time on the CFL as we get closer to the weekend, I'll allow it. Because it's a very big game this week. Let me just call it up here. It's like, it's the, I'm not even looking at what the other games are in the CFL. Because everybody's going to be watching Friday night. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers at the BC Lions. Do you believe this is for first place in the West? Because after this, there's only two games left. For both teams. Yeah. I ex what do you think? I expect both of these teams, you know, down the stretch to either win their games or potentially look at resting somebody on the final week of the season. Um, yeah, I think it's for first place. At least it's, it's going to give you a very big leg up and give you an opportunity in the final week to rest some key people if you need to do that. So this is big. And I think both teams really, really want to win this because if you look at, if you can rest some people at the end, Get some people healthy. I think that's going to be a big deal. Uh, yeah. To the streams. Hmm. We haven't talked as much baseball as I'd like. It's not a baseball show, but it doesn't mean we're not going to be cheering for the Toronto Blue Jays. 
Jen from the Four Seasons writes in. She says, good afternoon. Late pop-in today. Excited for the Jays today. Hopefully we can win this series. If people want to know what the Blue Jays fandom is in Western Canada, it's this. And Jen will remember the 2015-2016, which incidentally, the last time the Blue Jays won a playoff game was 2016. But her establishment, the Four Seasons Sports Palace at 909 Arcola Avenue East in the Queen City, was jammed. I was there, so I know. Having my boneless Greek ribs. So we'll pack the bars to watch the Jays when they're in the playoffs rest of the year now. Nelson writes in our VP of Sim Events. Breaking news. Bo Levi Mitchell is back at practice and is splitting first team reps with Matthew Schiltz. Here's what I say to that. Why? They're winning without him. I know. Moose, don't tell me they're going to put Bo in the rest of the way. Why would you? It's really tough. It's a, it's a tough thing because you look at Bo's resume and you look at who he is and you think, you know, how do we have this guy on the bench? And we kind of overlook the last 18 months, right, or the last year, two years. And as tough as it's been to keep him healthy, you're right, they're winning right now without him. And, and when you're trying to lock down the playoffs and, and get in and get some momentum rolling, I don't know that I'd, that I'd want to change a whole lot. But at the same time, how does a guy lose a job due to injury? It's, it's a really big it's question a case and a struggle by for case, a sign hour. Case by case scenario. I wouldn't be putting Bo in, and that's not because of our personal rivalry. I wouldn't even have him on the field. Um, Kevin, the medium, writes, and he says, BC will finally shut up the Smurf Mafia. I've been looking forward to this game for months. Go Lions from the most rational fan ever. As from Kevin the Medium from our sales department. You guys all understand this isn't the game that matters. I don't know why you're getting all wrapped up in regular season games, but whatever. You do you. I just want to spend a moment on the Calgary Stampeders. We don't have a ton of time here, but... And we'll get into more baseball with Ken Reed when he joins us next segment. But on those stamps... Well, I said we'd talk more CFL as the week gets closer to the weekend, but... I've been following pretty closely. They're 4-11, not playing well. The games aren't on CBS uh, Sports Network anymore because it's full of college games, which is fine. You can see why. But somebody said, if you look at what changed with the stamps, that's the problem. And I'm like, uh, what are you specifically implying? Because you changed their general manager and you changed your quarterback. And, quite, and you take any football team and change the GM and the quarterback, that's like ripping two... Yeah legs off a stool you got one leg left the head coach <laughs> bunk usually you know so what's the yeah. reasoning why uh, it's very easy to point out what the problem is fixing it is where the difficulty comes in so what are you going to do bring Bo back you can't you going to bring Huff back I don't think you can really do that either what do you think is the problem of the Calgary Stampeders yeah, it's tough because they've kind of lost that identity a little bit. Um, I don't know what the solution is. I don't because for so long it was just 
you know, plug and play, whoever came in, you had a, you know, consistency at quarterback, head coach, GM, the whole organization was pretty buttoned down top to bottom. I don't think it's a, a Dave Dickinson issue. I don't. I think he's a great head coach. Um, but you have to find a way to get better, more consistent play out of your quarterback. And I don't know that it's a culture issue, but it, I don't know. It, when I sit here and can't pinpoint what it is, we got a problem. Got a real problem. Well, I won't be in Calgary for a while, but I'd like to sit with my football pee. And don't say injuries. Every team has injuries. Don't say it. Because that's what they say. Uh Uh-uh. Loser organizations use that as an excuse. Accept that as an excuse. Anyways, Moose, I know you're busy. Uh, Go enjoy it and say hey to everybody at Game Plus for me. You betcha I will. Thank you. The ageless Ken Reed joins us next. Going to talk Blue Jays baseball, and I got some collectibles and cards, sports cards questions for him, too. We'll be right back on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Back live on Game Plus TV and WQEE Radio. We're brought to you in part by Key Auto Group, the all-new 2024 Kia Sportage reimagines innovation in motion. It pushes the boundaries of urban SUV design and technology with refinement and purpose. Go to keyyorktonkia.com for more information. The 2024 Kia Sportage movement that inspires on our daily Key Auto Group poll. Uh, Today, the question is, who wins this series, Jays or Twins? 77% saying the Toronto Blue Jays. But... I'm not going to take you people's word for it. I'm going to bring in Ken Reed from Rogers Sportsnet. We got a lot to get to. Thank you, guys. We got a lot to get to with Ken Reed on the golf course. Ken, uh, can you give me your assessment? Actually, fill in this statement for me. The Blue yeah. Jays advance to the American League Division Series if blank. If Tim, if Tim McAuliffe gives me another mulligan on this hole, Ron. Or Ivanka gets a Say birdie. hey to him. Here's, look, I'm golf with Rod says hi. Is Clark there? Is Clark he's there? He's a Clark. We're all here. He's always around. Is that, uh, the Blue Jays is that Osmac? Series if, that's Osmac. There she is. You want to see Osmac? Want to see Ivanka swing? We can bring you behind the scenes. I'd rather see her brother Nicholas, but that's another story. Okay. I'm so sorry to interrupt right, you. Uh, no, no, buddy, I, I apologize for being on the golf course because uh, we are behind, honestly, the slowest group in the world. We're at four and a half hours right now, and we're losing it. <laughs> hate that. Like, I, I had to set it four hours. I was going to scrub up and look nice for you. But, Rod, to answer your question, the Blue Jays win the series if their bats perform the way they should. I mean, all year long, we've been waiting for their bats to kind of wake up. I like the fact that in the last month or so, Vladdy's actually been taking pitches and not swinging at garbage outside the zone. Um, if, but, but all year long, we've been saying, well, their bats will eventually wake up. So uh, I guess this is wake-up time because they have the pitching. Um, Minnesota's great pitching as well, but a couple of strikeout guys going at it today and Lopez and Gosman. But if the Jays can just have intelligent at-bats, they should be okay. Of all the teams alive in the American League playoffs, how do you like this matchup versus the Twins as opposed to the others the Jays could have faced? Well, I know everybody was kind of scared of Tampa, given that, you know, it's been the house of horrors at the drop for the last, I don't know how many years for the Blue Jays. But 
Um, bottom line is Tampa Bay, is they're pretty banged up. So maybe they wouldn't have been a bad matchup, but Minnesota, they're banged up as well. You, you look at Correa, you look at Lewis, you look at Buxton, uh, three of their top hitters, and they've all been out of the lineup for at least the last couple of weeks. Um, Buxton, I think, since the start of August. So it's a good matchup. I think the scary part when you get into a matchup against Minnesota is uh, they're kind of built for the playoffs, I think, the way the Jays are. Pitching's their, their, kind of their forte, and I think the Jays, you could say it was as well. I think the weird thing for me with the Jays is I, at the start of the year, I kind of said, well, if the pitching is just do its part, the bats will be fine, but it's ended up being the other way around. So, that, Rod, that shows you how good I am at predicting things because yeah. it's been great. If, the, if just the bats could wake up, they'd be fine. I love the assessment. Now, to your true passion, which I know baseball is, but listen, we uh, partnered with a collectibles sports card convention in Red Deer on the weekend. It went very well. Their first Love ever it. premier sports card convention. I know, and I wanted to be there so bad. I will be there eventually, but it's got me into, like, listen, I got this from the Panthers. It's one of my most prized possessions, this Alexander Barkov bobblehead. This stuff means so much to us, right? It's got me kind of thinking, are there podcasts and blogs and stuff for collectibles and sports cars? Because I think I want to get into it. There sure are. There's a ton of them. There's a whole online community out there, card collectors, memorabilia collectors. Uh, it's, I'll be honest, I observe it and it gets a little snipey. They get a little snipey with each other. It's kind of interesting to watch from afar. Uh, they get they get at it pretty well. Uh, they go at each other. It's kind of entertaining that way. But yeah, there's a whole world out there that 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 that's opened up online. Uh, people that almost exclusively buy online, and then they'll go to card shows and they'll meet each other by their handles and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of podcasts out there about cards. In fact, one of the biggest ones is called Sports Card Live, hosted by a guy from Calgary. So, and uh, I know like Calgary. Uh, Jeremy's Jeremy Lee's his name. It's a it's a great podcast. But I, I I'm I'm curious to know that show in Red Deer, what the premium was on Colby Armstrong rookies because here in Toronto you're looking at at least fifteen cents to a quarter. In Red Deer I'm thinking they might have been up to half a dollar. You know, uh, there's not that many of them around. Uh, so I there's <laughs> not. We can probably no. well, look into his it. His, yeah. fam his his family's bought them all up. Is the problem right? They hoard them. That's my theory. <laughs> By the way. Ask Colby about his dad's nickname, which, by the way, is Foot. Did you know that? Just ask him oh, how really? he got the nickname Foot. Yeah, it's a oh, long I, story. I, it's I, a... Got, I got a different nickname for his dad. But, uh, yeah, his dad's a beast. He's awesome. He's a senior legend, man. Floyd <laughs> Mr. Border Kings. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, we're going to talk Wayne, about your new book. Wayne Armstrong. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, 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 what's the latest coming down the pipe? You're not stupid. You always release these things just before Christmas. You're smart. It's what are we, like what are we talking about way, now? Rod. I don't yeah. know if I'm smarter. The publisher's smart. So it's a, it's a book. They, believe it or not, they put my face on the cover of it. So I don't know if that's going to help. Finally. And, and Rod, you love hockey the same way I do. You're kind of a purist. You're a bit of a romantic. I know you love the dub. You love all those old yep. stories about great Western Canadian kids who made it. And I'm sure, Rod, that you got a guy from your hometown or, you know, tons of guys who were local legends who never made it to the NHL, right? There was probably a, a stud and a half for the Lloydminster border. Ron Winkler. I said, you know, Ron Winkler. There you go. And they say, you know what? Rod could have made it. So there's a guy from my town who I love dearly named Dana Johnson. We all call him Teapot. He's the local legend. He was the junior C scoring star back in the day. Everyone's like, T should have made it. T should have made it. He was my hockey hero, Rod, like right up there with Wayne Gretzky, right up there with Guy Lafleur. 
So I thought there must be more guys like Teapot because every town has a guy, right? So I put the feelers yep. out there and away we go. We got a book of uh, hometown hockey heroes, local legends. And I kind of flipped it around because uh, people say, well, they didn't make it. I'm like, they did make it. They just made it in their own way. Just because you didn't make the show doesn't mean you can't make an impact. So that's, uh, that's my book. I love it. Is it available now? It's available for pre-order on Amazon, but it's coming out. Uh, Rod official release date is October 24th. It's through Simon & Schuster. I'm really pumped about it. You can pre-order now on Amazon. And yeah, it's a really pure book. We go all across Canada. Uh, we got a good old Sasky. You know, I got to get my Sasky love in there. We go to a former Robert Tiger is featured in the book. Who uh, It's kind of Tyson Whatley's his name, and it's kind of a cool story because he needed Robert as much as Robert needed him. So uh, I discovered all these cool stories too in this book. I knew it would be up your alley, buddy. Well, in the next edition, we'll talk about Ron Winkler. His nickname is Rabies and how he never made it rabies. to the NHL. That's a Rabies. That rabies. is his nickname. Hope he didn't bite it. <laughs> see, see that? No. He'll be in book two. He'll be in the sequel. Okay, perfect. Kenny, hit him straight and tell uh, Ivanka, please. I miss her brother, Nicholas. Have him call me. And I appreciate the time. Hey, Good luck uh, with everything. Ivanka, Rod says, get Nicholas to call him. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Always, again, apologies for being from the golf course, but it's that damn group. Hurry up! There you go, buddy. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I enjoyed it. Thank you. Ken Reed from Rogers Sportsnet. Speaking of beauties, oh, my God. Uh, his latest book, man, uh, pick it up uh, at pre-order now at Amazon. Of course, it'll be in all the bookstores. We'll be right back with overtime after this. We are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Isn't this just fantastic broadcasting from beautiful Boca Raton, Florida on the RP show? It's a very big day. Baseball playoffs opening and a shout out to my guy, Kevin Gallant, my broadcasting idol, watching and writing in on the EMJ marketing text line 902-518-3033. Thank you, Kevin. He says, uh, Blue Jay hot dogs at my house to watch the game one of the wild card series. Still hoping for the Jays and predicting they will beat Minnesota. And Kevin says, also gearing up for Bob Strum's induction into the Regina Sports Hall of Fame on Thursday. Averaged 46 wins each year in his six seasons. What was it, 1982 to 1988 with the Regina Pats, God's team, roughly. Here's one for you, Kevy. Was sitting in the press box the other night at Amerant Bank Arena beside uh, Randy Moeller because the game was, the Panthers-Hurricanes game was not on television. So it was me and Moles throwing out hockey names. And Moeller just randomly leans over and goes, uh, ever hear Bob Strum lately? And I'm like, Strummer, have I? He's going into the Regina Sports Hall of Fame next week. And here's one for you, Calgary. Randy Moeller's brother manages Cross Iron Mills Mall. How about that? Which is right next to Century Mile Casino where we spent the summer for five weeks. How about that? 
unreal. Regarding the game Friday night, um, it was a rhetorical question. Do you think it's for first place? But I'll read the comment here from Brian and Hudson's Bay Sask, the moose capital of the world. He says, absolutely, it's for first place, Winnipeg at BC. The winner, in theory, is two games up because they have the tiebreaker and there's only two games left. Yeah. Well, I can't. Yeah, you're a Ryder fan, and as you know, Brian, I'm a Ryder guy, so I can't get in the shoes of the Bombers nor the Lions for this game. I understand the importance. Kevin, the medium, our sales manager, is a Lions fan, and he goes, huge, because we don't want to go into Winnipeg for the West Final. So I understand that. Yeah. You talk of the winningest coaches in CFL history, the Wallies, the Don Matthews, they would cut a limb off to finish first because of the mathematics. You go from a 33% chance of getting to the Grey Cup to a 50% chance if you host that game. So, yeah, I get it. I loved how dialed in everybody is. And I'll say it again. Having lunch yesterday with Bill Lindsay, the Florida Panthers great. He's like, you talk a lot of CFL on there, eh? And I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't I? Fish where the fish are. CFL guy. Hockey first, but my time in the CFL was awesome. Set me up perfectly for this. Kirk, watching on Game Plus in Toronto. He says, uh, hey, Rod, I'm writing from a very warm Toronto. Who will have more fun than us at this Friday night's Argo Elks game with the club's 150th anniversary celebration with past Argo greats in attendance? Can't wait. I can't wait to attend uh, games. Uh, that's the art. Like Billy was saying, did you go to many CFL games? I said, I went to them all summer until I came back here. There's no more fun than a CFL game for a million. The NFL... There's a reason they call it the No Fun League. It's a pain in the ass to get to the stadium, get into the stadium, be there, fight your way through the drunks, uh, and then home. The CFL, I, granted, you're in the press box for a lot of these games, but it's a lot, it's roomier, it's a lot more fun to me. I love it. The NFL is just too crazy. The NHL isn't as wild. But, Kirk, you bring up a great point. Um, we're talking about George Reed passing and being voted the second best all-time player in Canadian Football League history by TSN. I don't remember that coming out. I think I read that it came out in 2004 or so. But they said, I was like, who was number one? I don't remember who they said. I looked it up. Doug Flutie. And I'm like, okay. So I think Doug Flutie is the greatest player in CFL history because I had the ability to watch him live because I was doing sideline reporting back then in the Canadian Football League on the radio. But I never saw Warren Moon play live. And so many people say to me, Warren Moon was better than Flutie. I'm like, well, I didn't see Warren Moon at field level. Flutie's the best I ever saw. So I can't argue with the TSN list. And by the way... They know what they're doing over there at TSN. So I, I got to say, Flutie won, George Reed two, Approved. By this show. Approved. 
sports update. Toronto manager John Schneider believes the Blue Jays have the pitching, defense, and offense to go a long ways in the MLB playoffs. That challenge starts today when Schneider sends out Kevin Gosman to the mound for game one of the American League best of three wild card series against the Minnesota Twins. Pablo Lopez will be the Twins starter at Target Field. 438 first pitch. There are six preseason games on tonight's NHL schedule, but none involve Canadian teams. Last night, the Oilers knocked off the Kraken 4-1 in Seattle. Flames edged the visiting Jets 5-4. The visiting Montreal Canadiens rallied to beat the Leafs 5-4 in overtime. And the Ottawa Senators blanked the Pittsburgh Penguins 3-0 in Halifax. <laughs> Always Alex J. Walling, TSN, Halifax. Tonight, among those six games, the Florida Panthers take on the Tampa Bay Lightning in Orlando. Do me a favor, go follow Cats and Bolts on Twitter and Instagram. Cats and Bolts. Cats, the letter N, Bolts. We got a vote up there. Who wins tonight, Panthers or Lightning, in Orlando? Last time they played there, it was a brawl for it all. We can only hope for that tonight. The Toronto Raptors open their training camp today in Vancouver, vowing to improve their NBA team's culture this season. Raptors went 41-41 and and lost to the Chicago Bulls in last season's play-in. Listen to this in a second. Toronto President Masai Ujiri says the Raps must be an unselfish team this season under new head coach Darko Ryakovich. Nick Nurse, everybody was upset about Nick Nurse leaving. I talked to a Raptors guy. I'm in a sports haven now, right? I talked to him. Raptors guy, NBA guy. Said Nick Nurse wore out his welcome in Toronto. Wins a championship, wore out his welcome. It happens. Why do you think I'm living in South Florida? Everything happens for a reason. We wear out our welcomes. We all go our separate ways. Sports Update is brought to you by Common Crown Brewing. They have the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment, featuring their core five. Good Company Hazy Pale Ale, Common Crown Crafted Lager, Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Coppersmith Brown Ale. Four of them sit below 5% ABV, making them the perfect beer for your common affair. See you tomorrow, noon Eastern. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>